What's up, family? Happy Wednesday to you. It's your man, GB, and welcome to The Faction, powered by Bonnerfide Radio. You know what happens at this time every Wednesday. The good brothers get together, and we talk about the wonderful world of pro wrestling, and we are off to an incredible start this year, and not just that, but we're getting ready to hop on the road to WrestleMania. A lot of cool things are going to happen, including today's show, and so, of course, I'm never alone. I've got my good brothers with me. Courtney Beard, what's up, brother? Salute, my people. We are all the way up, and you know what it is. It's another Wednesday on the Faction, and boy, is today all the way lit. All the way lit, and the clack attack is back. Brandon Clack, what's up, brother? What's going on, everybody? I'm excited to be here. Uh, I'm glad Courtney's Wi-Fi is working good, so it's going to be a good show. We can hear him. <laughs> you know what, Sam? I'm you going to stay off my Wi-Fi. earbuds in, but we can still hear you. <laughs> you you, you going to stay off my Wi-Fi. I'm ready today. I'm not mobile. Oh, I'm at home, and I'm ready to rock. Gosh. Let's do it. Well, listen, it's not every day that this happens. We have a little bit of cross-pollination happening here today. Uh, earlier today, I got a text message from a member from another show who's like, yo, I gotta be on today. It's gonna be a big show, and I'm amped. So, from the remix, yeah, you guys have not—we've not done this before. Now that I think about it, it's James White. James, what's up, brother? Well, good afternoon. But we have done this before. Well, we've we've yeah, done it I with you so, yeah. on, but not quite like with all of us. So. I mean, the last time I was on, yeah, I was on by mistake because I was filling in for for Courtney because he was overseas with the runs. And, um, <laughs> that's about right. That's almost accurate. Yeah, just running for his life. That's 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 definitely about accurate. Oh, so, gosh. but I'm glad to be here. I had to had to help my man Brandon because you know, he's the only bald person on the show. Ah. So we had yeah. to get out. There we go. It's balds and locks. So you know, yeah, I like it. Stone Cold Steve Austin wrote the best thing on his on his uh, IG the other day. He said, word of advice, don't ever take a laxative and a sleeping pill at the same time. <laughs> so the runs are definitely something that's in the atmosphere right now. <laughs> he did say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so with that said, here's a great segue. How was the week, guys? Yeah. Oh, boy. Man, my week was great, man. I mean, everything's yeah. going well. I'm uh I'm back from 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 out of the country for a brief second. Yeah. Uh, was in Houston this past weekend, home of the James White. Uh, but what? Houston's so oh, large. Wait a minute, you were here. You didn't send me a, a message. Nope, not bro, bro, brother. Here's the deal. I was on that Katy line, and you know you way up in the humble area, so you know Houston is so wide. It's just crazy. I so I want to come to see you, man. That's not a problem. Mm. We used you to drive a forty-five minutes around here. Now, now that you are on the faction show, I'd like to apologize for James White for not coming to see you. My bad, thank you. My bad. I'm I'm gonna do better. So we could have watched some Great American Bash tapes and stuff. Hey, hey, hey! You know my language, man. You know. You shut up, class. So you were So you were in the you were in the Bahamas though this weekend, weren't you, Courtney? I was in the Bahamas, and I'm trying to think of a great wrestler from the Bahamas. But listen, Ooh, while I was no. there, Coco I was the Coco. Wow. <laughs> you stop your foolishness! <laughs> you stop your mess! Oh my <laughs> god! Wasn't Akeem from the Bahamas? <laughs> yeah, King, really King Akeem, man, the African dream, Akeem. Oh Dude, my the Bahamas, god. the Bahamas was great, man. I stayed at 
the Atlantis Hotel, which was a childhood dream come true. Wow. It was beautiful. My Our host, Bishop Neil Ellis, was there. And I was there with, as he said to me, the fourth horseman, yes. John Murray. Oh, yes. Yes. So faction members are all around. Clack, how was the week for you? It was good. Uh, I am home alone. I've got my kids with me. Uh, my wife and my staff are in Mexico at a staff retreat. Wow. And, uh, and I'm with the baby, so it's wow. all good. So they're in Lucha Libre country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Basically, they got masks on and everything. Nice. You know, if you've never been to Mexico, like, they sell masks everywhere in Mexico. Like, it's a very, very big thing, which uh, I don't know that I realized it till I went for a cruise, and it was like, holy cow. There are literally. Well, GB, you you sent us a mask from Mexico. I did, I did. It was a pretty cool moment. It was a really, really cool moment. So, Clack, where were you this week? Uh, yeah, Clack, where were you this week? Oh, I get it now. I get it. I was in Atlanta Mm. over the weekend. Mm. Mm. I had to be in Atlanta for All Nations Atlanta's uh, second anniversary, Mm. and I pulled a Courtney. So, so when, when you were in Atlanta, Georgia, were you I like in Georgia, the state, or Georgia, apologize. the country? Oh, you know what? Now that makes sense. So, GB put in our group message, Clack, shaking my head. And I didn't know what it meant. Mm. I was like, oh, I wonder what I did. Mm. Did I you, drop something? What did mm, I say? Mm, 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 oh, so there's mm, a day of public confession. I see. I see. You know, it's. I'm sorry, GB. It's funny. When I asked Courtney what he did this week i didn't know it was going to turn into this i really didn't so james thank you so much i i appreciate this <laughs> james white that bought the spirit of usher raymond in confession <laughs> because what get off me you spirit of usher. what james should know is like this is the second time in two three months oh lord yeah that mm. clock came to atlanta and the last time he did that, we were on this show where, you know, he apologized. So, you know, Man. this is his sorry mm. for 2004. You know, <laughs> if you do it one time, it's a mistake. You mm. do it twice, it's a trend. Mm. Mm. Oh, a trend hey, man. mistake. Mm. A trending mistake. Trending. Mm. Am I trending? Lord have mercy. Wow. Wow. This, this, this show has turned into Ayala overnight. <laughs> Fix my life. <laughs> So wait, James, how was your weekend? How, what happened with you, man? Uh, my weekend was great. I went to see all of my friends. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't leave. <laughs> he left none out. None unturned. All of them. Yeah. Oh, uh, this past Friday, uh, I had my birthday. That's right. And, That's uh, right. Happy so, birthday. So thank you very much. I'm Happy 41. birthday. Brother. Nice. I appreciate it. Um, I celebrated with um, some cool people, but I couldn't finish the cheesecake, and I'm very upset about that. Why couldn't you finish um, it? It was too rich. Well, here's the thing: you know, you know I'm participating in the Daniel Fast yeah. and everything, so I get a, a one day pass, right? Okay. So my wife got a strawberry cheesecake for me from House of Pies here in Houston. And whenever y'all come to Houston, make sure y'all go by House of Pies. I'm giving them free advertisement right now okay. because they don't they don't slack on the strawberries. They put whole strawberries. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. On the cheesecake. Wow. So I'm talking about. Wow. That's impressive. So wherever you cut it, you're going to get a whole cheesecake. I mean, a whole strawberry on the cheesecake. Oh, wow. And I saw God yeah. in the corner. Um, <laughs> Strawberries are part of the was fast, trembling. right? Yeah, yeah. So pe- technically, I felt like I was a part, there you right? Go. There you go. Um, 
but then I couldn't finish it because my stomach is shrunk because of the right. days. Of, it was like, ah. Right. So I wound up giving the rest of the cheesecake to the waitress, and you would have thought I gave her a $1,000 tip, man. She oh, started wow. crying. Oh, wow. And everything. And I, I was crying, too, because I didn't want to give it up. So... <laughs> Right, right. So I just I just went home and put the figure four on my children. Yeah, yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And all is right. So that's how my world. weekend went. But it's been a good week. Good. Though. It's been a good week. Very good. Very good. Well, my weekend was cool. I was here. Uh, we are now at week twenty three. With uh, with gosh, next week is six months. I, I'm not fully prepared for that yet. So yeah, I'm just trying to work through that. But uh, six months of what? GB, you got to tell the people. Oh, for those who don't know, we we are expecting yes, and uh, this yeah. is not a uh, Lita situation. This is not a we're gonna be you <laughs> know Snitsky's not kicking a baby. It's a real baby here, and uh, yeah, you know, it won't be a hand. It will not be a hand. No, it yeah. won't. So yeah. yeah, so we're we're pumped, and it's a boy. And, uh, it's a boy. Yeah, so we're going to train him up in the way he should go. He's going to get SmackDown and Raw and New Japan and NXT, and oh, it's going to be a great thing. So Now, now GB, yes. when you made the announcement on on social media, mm-hmm. you dressed up in the impersonation of Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, and I know a couple of years ago, we tried to get uh, Brother Courtney to dance. Mm-hmm. I didn't dance in, in, in the dusty outfit. Mm-hmm. Is there any probability you could just show up to like a certain Linux mall or something with the Macho Man outfit and just be in full Macho Man mode? <laughs> people Linux would love that. Mall. Wow, that would Pe- be people people would love that. That would be very interesting. Uh, I think it's only fair though. It. I think it's I think it's only fair though. If Clack also shows up at the mall and pick whatever Memphis mall he wants to, as long as security is there, and he dresses up as Jerry the King Lala. <laughs> Goodbye. In that unitard. Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> with the stars on it, Clack oh, too. Wow. With the with, with the blue with, with the blue unitard and the white in the white pants. Yes. Can't do it. Can't walk do it. And the crown. Oh man, yes. that'd be pretty awesome. Wow. Well, if Clack will do Clack, it, I'll, I'm I'll, buying I'll him a crown. A if Clack will do it, but you know, if Clack, if I, dead, dead serious. If you throw up to the mall wearing that thing with a crown, I will sing. I, I shall wear a crown while you while you walk. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm only doing it if we're in there together. You have to send me alone with a recording song. <laughs> he said with a recording Holy song. Cow. Well, listen, the last time we were together, we had a lot of fun. Uh, lots of cool things going on here. And as a matter of fact, I want to suggest that you go back and check out our previous episodes. Uh, we've done quite a few that were not here on the radio station, so strictly podcast stuff. So go ahead, check it out on iTunes and Google Play. You'll certainly be glad that you did. All right. So with that said, we have a lot to get to on today's show. Courtney, tell them what's up for today. Welcome to episode 149 of the Facts, and right here on Bonafide Radio, we're going to kick things off with a little bit of discussion on who's frustrated and who's asking for their release from WWE. Who should go into the 2019 Hall of Fame? We will discuss Raw, SmackDown, and give our predictions for Royal Rumble and NXT TakeOver. But before we do, it's that right. Root of all evil, Alistair Black's theme song by CFO. You're listening to the faction on Bonafide Radio. That's radio the way it's supposed to be. 
Hey, what's up? This is Matt Stryker, and you are listening to The Faction on Bonnerfide Radio.
We are the faction. One, two, three. Yo, it's not a faction without the facts, son. Welcome back to the Faction Powered by Bonafide Radio. You were just listening to Root of All Evil. That's Alistair Black's theme music, CFO. All right, GB, give us some wrestling news. All right, lots of news to talk about in the world of pro wrestling. Of course, with the introduction of All Elite Wrestling, there's a lot of talk about this free agency that's going on in the world of pro wrestling. Of course, Kenny Omega, his contract with New Japan ends this month, and so there are all sorts of questions. Will he be in AEW, WWE, or perhaps elsewhere? Uh, You've got Kushida who's leaving. Uh, and there is clear talk of him heading to NXT uh, and a lot of other folks that are potentially going places. The flip side is also true. There are a number of WWE superstars who have, at least through the rumor mill, expressed their uh, angst about being in WWE and their desire to leave and pursue perhaps greener pastures. Uh, some of the folks on that list include The Revival, uh, Mike Bennett, Maria Kanellis, uh, and maybe a few others. So kind of here's the question. Firstly, uh, would these folks be justified in asking for their release? And we do know that usually around WrestleMania time, WWE uh, will kind of trim the fat and begin releasing people. Are we going to see any of that? And if so, who? Uh, I don't think they're going to release anybody. I think they should, but I don't think they are because I think as opposed to making AEW great again, what they'll probably try to do is just hold everybody together. So even though we have all those guys who clearly aren't being used at their max capacity, Vince will be Vince and Vince will hold them. He'd rather pay them and allow them not to show up on TV than allow Cody to be great with them. Mm. Clack, what do you think? Well, if they're lucky, they'll get an opportunity to come on the grandest stage of them all I'm, I'm really just hoping, specifically, Kenny Omega, if you're listening, man, do not take the bait of the indie perceived relevance and trend right now. Go with Old Faithful, submit your legacy in the Hall of Fame, potentially, and come and be a part where the big boys play. Hey, it is Wednesday. (laughs) Wow. It is Wednesday. (laughs) I I can't believe we got a WCW reference out of Clack. From from Clack, it is people. James, what are your thoughts, man? This is the best time to be a professional wrestler. Mm -hmm. And professional wrestlers have an opportunity to take their careers in their own hands for a change. It used to be where the only place you can make some money in wrestling was in the WWF. Mm-hmm. Now that has changed. And there's not only are there different markets, there's also different ways via social media and everything else that, that guys can monetize and maximize their potential. Listen, all these people that are upset about the WWE though, they need to chill because everybody can't be at the top at the same time. Hmm. And so people need to know what their destiny is. Like, okay, we're not going to see Apollo Crews in the main event for the WWE Championship and take that seriously. Okay, man, listen, you reek mid-card. All right, so you've got you've got a certain ceiling there that you're, that you're going to reach. Now, there's certain people who have the ability, and they can take a chance on themselves, like Stone Cold did when he was in WCW, and he was abruptly fired, and he became one of the biggest stars of wrestling history. But there's not a bunch of Stone Colds waiting on the shelf right now in the WWE. So you can play that game if you want to, but if you do take that step, you better be good, and you better maximize on it. So speaking of playing the game and taking a step, one could make that argument about 
the Velveteen Dream, who at this point is one of the hottest talents in all of NXT. Uh, when I had a chance to see them at their first house show of the year, he closed the show, which is a really, really big deal, considering that in that match, you had the NXT champion, Tommaso Ciampa, the former champion, Aleister Black, and Johnny Gargano. But this man was the man to send everybody home. People cheered him like crazy. And yesterday, he puts out a tweet that says, quote, I know my worth. The past year, I've created a special atmosphere at NXT TakeOver. Until we can come to an agreement as to what my worth actually is, there won't be any appearances or performances from the Velveteen Dream or my likeness. And we've heard no more from him. There are people talking about it's a work. It's a shoot. Uh, whether it is or it isn't, does this kind of fall in that category of perhaps taking his career into his own hands, or is this career suicide? Uh, I'm going to go on a limb and say career suicide. Here's the reason why I say that. He was in bingo halls before he was called up to NXT. Now, what he's done is he's made his Twitter page private, and he's actually bust down to nine posts. So it's saying he has nine posts. So we don't know if he had a mental moment, and he's decided to back away and try to clean it up. We don't really know what he was feeling. But here's what we do know, that there's a current trend right now. For the guys who want to leave WWE, they're making a statement. They're changing their Twitter name. So a guy like WWE Dillinger changed it to Ronnie Arneal. Dash Wilder, WWE, changed his to Daniel Wheeler. Hill Ziggler changed his to Nick Nemeth, if that's how you say his name. Mm -hmm. Everybody's trying to shoot their shot, but there aren't enough balls in the gym. Well, let me also add to that that uh, Dolph Ziggler and Kevin Owens and... Sami Zayn have also all opened their own stores at Pro Wrestling Tees, which is kind of a no-no for current WWE superstars. And they're promoting their shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees, which again is another no-no from WWE. So, hmm. I don't care what Vince says. The biggest thorn in his side since Eric Bischoff and Ted Turner is Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes has proven to him I can be a big deal without you. Well, that's that's true. So, is Velveteen Dream committing career suicide? Yes. Yes, sir. Go back to NXT and be great. James, what uh, do you think? Or Clack, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, that's the power of arrogance. When you feel like you are bigger than the machine, Wait, wasn't, it always wasn't that, ends up in a mess up. Wasn't that Rick Martel's cologne? It what was. the what, arrogance? Yes. Look yes. at you Carry going on. to an old '90s WWF reference. I'm of proud of you. Now you really didn't think I didn't know that. Of course I did. It's not that I didn't think that you didn't know, but you've got this calloused heart oh, that you won't God. acknowledge what you know. Oh, oh yeah. Now, I don't. I don't want to act up in front of company, but I just <laughs> want James to know that GB can be so stubborn at times that huh. he will not acknowledge the truth. Of what he knows. But anyways, Double T Dream, good luck, man. You are in trouble if you have crossed the boss. You better hope he still has that policy. Anybody can come back. Oh, James, what do you think? Is uh, this career suicide or perhaps another very brilliant move from Velveteen Dream? I think the NXT card was already set. He wasn't going to be on it. And I also think that we will see him in some capacity this weekend. Mm. So you think it's a work. 
Remember, the WWE is not just about matches. It's about moments. This is very true. And, and the one guy that can create a moment is Velveteen Dream. I, I tell you what, if we see Velveteen Dream show up at the Royal Rumble match, it's going to blow the roof off of a roofless arena there. Um, it's going to be big. Or, or, if he inter- or if he interrupts the NXT Championship match. He could. I, I, I Here's the cool thing. I think, for one, Velveteen Dream has always been gutsy. He's been very gutsy. Uh, let's not forget that it was a recent takeover where on the back of his tights he put, Vince, call me up. Uh, which, like, that's unheard of. Like, you don't say that kind of stuff to Vince McMahon on public TV without, you know, there being some potential repercussions. And certainly Triple H had some things to say in the Facebook Live following that. But mm-hmm. um, So either mm-hmm. this is super gutsy or this dude is not very wise uh i don't know gb yeah here's the thing they can shoot these shots like this because there's an alternative well this is true very true this is true and it creates a a very interesting situation i think because i don't think that vince or triple h will be very interested in firing anybody right now you know everybody has value to them because we know, for instance, with uh, Pac, a.k.a. Neville, showing up at All Elite, that was huge. And for Chris Jericho to sign with All Elite after negotiating with WWE, there's a big statement there. And so I think... uh, Jericho said they offered him the greatest payday he's had. His best contract ever. His best contract ever. And, And did you see the news that broke this morning about the cease and desist that they sent from AEW? To who? Who did? They sent to a certain company that was making the likeness of best in the world teams. I did see that. I did yeah. see that. So Punk could show up, which if Punk shows up, uh, AEW yeah. is about to do some stuff. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be very interesting to see what goes down, certainly with Velveteen Dream uh, and all of those who are interested in perhaps leaving WWE, that might not happen any time soon. But what is going to happen this weekend is a new concept from WWE called Worlds Collide. It's going to be a first-ever tournament, and automatically I think about, you know, the 90s WCW's AAA situation when Worlds Collide. But this is a little bit different um, because during uh, Royal Rumble Access, uh, superstars from 205 Live, NXT and NXT UK will be involved in a 15 superstar tournament. Uh, It's going to be taped on January the 26th during the 8 a.m. session of Access. uh, And all of it will ultimately lead to one of these guys getting an opportunity to choose which championship they want to fight for, be it the NXT UK title, the NXT championship, the North American championship, or the cruiserweight title. Uh, and so here's what the lineup looks like. From NXT, you've got Adam Cole. Hmm. The Velveteen Dream is supposed to be there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's going to be interesting. Dominic Dijakovic, which I'm so used to calling them Dominic Dijak. This is just kind of weird to me. Keith Lee and Shane Thorne. From NXT UK, you've got Mark Andrews, Tyler Bate. Tyler, Tyler Bate. Sorry. Okay. Travis <laughs> Banks, uh, Jordan Devlin, and Zach Gibson. And from 205 Live, Cedric Alexander, Tony Nice, Drew Gulak, T 
TJP and the brand new debuting Umberto Carrillo. So, guys, what do you think is going to happen with this? Where do you think Velveteen this can go? Dream? Hmm. So you think this Velveteen? Is, okay. This has him written all over it. He has star power. Hmm. It has him written all over it. I'm walking with Dream on this one. Okay. We need a Dream. Okay. Just two days ago, I had a Dream. Oh, well, you did. Uh, and and prayerfully, you woke up. Oh yes. yes. I did. Yes. Very good. But it's dreaming season. <laughs> well, I felt. Wait, I felt that kind of for real, for real. Wait. <laughs> See, I, I can't play with you. Happened. <laughs> something happened. I said, I, it's dreaming season. Oh, My bad. Boy. I'm sorry. This almost became a different podcast. <laughs> what in the <laughs> world? Thing, that dog tried to stone close on me. <laughs> you were like, what? Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh. God almighty. Let me mute my, uh, my mic. Clack? <laughs> <laughs> you have any thoughts on this, Clack? Oh, God. Oh, uh, you know, the viewers is about to hear me turn into Papa Shango. You're so dumb. I'm sorry, Clack. Go ahead. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I was I was just gonna agree with you on Velveteen Dream. I mean, really? this dude's got to have something going in his direct. You better make good on this, buddy. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. What do you think's coming out of this one, James? I think the NXT is about to establish itself as either the second brand or the top brand of WWE. Interesting. And, and I think this is showcasing because we've never seen under the WWE umbrella this amount of talent. Correct. Record, as far Correct. as wrestling talent is mm -hmm. concerned. Agreed. And Raw is the sports entertainment show. Right. But everything else is about wrestling. And they... they when I saw this lineup, I saw, okay, they are already, whoever booked this match has already scripted out exactly what's going to happen in it. Yeah. And they're going to showcase a lot of talent in it. I don't know who's going to win, yeah. but I think you're going to start seeing NXT move. I don't want to see any of these NXT guys called up, really. No, no. As a matter of fact, I think I'm finally understanding the call-up system. When I saw this last set of call-ups with uh, Heavy Machinery and Lacey Evans and EC3, uh. I finally get it because my thought was, you know, it used to be kind of graduation. Now my thought is these are the people that will fit best in that system. Yep. So it's not necessarily the people who are the best. EC3, kind of a showboat. We saw what he did in TNA. Uh, that heavy machinery team, I've never believed in them. So seeing no. them on the Raw roster did nothing for me. Um, Lacey Evans makes sense in a, a divas kind of world so uh yeah and that big dude that big dude in heavy machinery looks like a jam thumb he <laughs> you're right oh my god I'm looking, he really yeah. does he really does i mean it's it's bad and uh they tried to sell him really good on on raw and it didn't work so mm -mm. yeah so he's talking about speaking in tongues uh, he was weird <laughs> That dude was weird, yo. And he didn't do any of that in NXT, which is why I'm like, what What in the world's really going on? But I will say this. I think this is WWE's version of the Battle of LA. I think this is PWG come to life. I think this right here is what the hardcore fan has wanted. And this is what's going to keep the hardcore fan engaged in anything with the WWE brand on it. NXT, mm -hmm. NXT UK, 205 Live. They've all been putting on some amazing matches. And uh, personally, I don't know that Velveteen Dream walks out. I think it's either going to be Adam Cole or Keith Lee. Hey, Adam Cole is 2012 winner 
of the Battle of Los Angeles, so you exactly. never know. But, but don't forget Ricochet, though. Well, he's 20, not in 20, this, but... 2014 you know. and 27, I'm just saying. He's a, he's a WWE guy. He, 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 <laughs> he is. That didn't have anything Clark, to do what are you with laughing this, at? But yeah, he is. So... <laughs> So I'm looking forward to it, and I'm definitely looking forward to when it airs on the network. I wish they were airing it live, but they're going to do it as a yeah. taped special. So I don't know if that's going to – well, I think they're going to have to air it pretty quickly after uh, the whole thing is over because there has to be something in terms of that person making an appearance on one of these shows if they don't choose their own brand's championship. So, But WWE Worlds Collide uh, happening this weekend. It should be pretty amazing. All right, before we go to break, I want to raise an interesting question because uh, I know Clack was very happy this week, uh, and perhaps a lot of old-school WWE fans were as well, as WWE superstars. It used to be the flagship show before there was Monday Night Raw. It has now made its way to the WWE Network. Some of the biggest moments in WWE folklore happened there. And so now the question is, uh, as this was being presented, one of the things that it said was that it included Hall of Famers, such as Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker, to which we all went, hmm. I mean, Taker is going to be a Hall of Famer someday, but technically he's not. So now everybody's talking about who's going in the Hall of Fame for 2019. Could be Taker, but if it's not Taker, who else should be in the class of 2019 for the Hall of Fame? Hmm. Because I'm pretty sure come the Monday night after uh, Royal Rumble, we'll get our first taste of uh, who's going to be leading the class. Guys, any thoughts? And silence fills the room. Clack, we'll let you go first because we know how uh, how how incredibly expansive your uh, criteria are for for this type of thing. So I wonder who you'll have in there. Uh, definitely need to have Demolition in there. See, I I, I, I oh. knew, and you talked about the standard last week. You're talking about the standard can't be lowered, and who do you mention? Demolition. All right, continue. Uh, all three members need to be in. Oh, all three? three. <laughs> all three. For what? All three. Oh, all yes. three. For their yeah. contributions to the WWF and the excitement that they produced in a generation that's still going strong. They were the great value war warriors. What, what did they do? <laughs> the great value ones. I love it. Great. The great value <laughs> Oh, that's epic. That is epic. You know, uh, you know what Demolition looks like? Demolition look. It was funny because when I was a kid, I was afraid of Demolition, right? Yeah. And now you look at them now, and they look like old men who dress up as Kiss mm-hmm. at like a state fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and their wives can't tell them any different. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> like, we were yeah. actually buying this? Like, for real? Mm-mm-mm. Demolition. They need to go in. Demolition, wow. Okay. Uh, I think I think it was uh, Mr. Coliseum on Instagram. They put on the uh, Royal Rumble where Action Smash kicked it off. Yes. That's all. Yeah. That. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. They did. Axe versus Smash is one and two. Yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. I remember that. I don't remember which year it was. I think it was. That was the 91. Was it the 1991? And what, what was the third guy's name? Grind? What was his name? Uh, Crush. 
Crush. Oh, Crush. Yes. Yeah, he, he used to be he's Hawaiian. <laughs> Grind. Wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a different show. Uh, <laughs> Grind. Yeah, that's, a, that's a completely different show. Another album altogether. My, my yeah. Lord. Uh, WWE Uncut right yeah, there. Right. Yeah. After Dark. Uh, or as as Clack would call it, the Attitude Era. So, uh, ah! James, uh, <laughs> who do you think should find their way in the Hall of Fame for 2019? I definitely think the class should be headlined by The Undertaker because he should never, ever wrestle again privately or publicly. <laughs> True. Privately. <laughs> True. <laughs> I would agree he with should, that. He shouldn't wrestle in the backyard on the trampoline with his kids. He shouldn't oh. wrestle ever again. I don't Dude, that see, is awful. He can't even wrestle privately. I don't privately. want to see this man do any kind of extracurricular activity whatsoever. No. Oh man. Anything that's going to cost him. He can't even choke slam himself if he get lonely. No. Oh God. Whoa. Whoa. I get lonely. You say he can't tombstone his wife. Oh! Wow! Hey, wait a minute now. Oh! Hey, wait a minute. Oh! oh. Hey, now. <laughs> we had down to be some leeway. I don't know what's leeway. happening. Wow. Um, Courtney, any ideas as to who should be in the Hall of Fame? Of course. Where do I start? Owen friggin' Hart, Chris Benoit, China, Vader. I mean, the list goes on and on of guys that deserve to be in there. I mean, put... See? (laughs) Stop it. That's what we're doing now? Next clack is going to say that a honky-tonk man should be in there. I think. Are you kidding me? Of course he should be in there. I think he. I actually do think Honky Tonk should be in there. Wait, I don't know. He really is. He he is the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. Uh, Ravishing Rick Rude? Oh, yeah. Rude's in there, already in. Rude is in there. Oh, Bigelow? Bam Bam Bigelow? That. R- R- Rob Van Dam, Miss Elizabeth, all of these people should be in there. The British Bulldogs. When are we gonna put Vince in? Oh, Vince is not. Vince. Vince is only going in posthumously. Yeah, he's only. Vince going in will. Vince will go in as the thermostat gets hotter to his next uh, venue. Oh my! God. Stop it. Well, I, I, I do he's think. Going I, I, I do think this is probably the year for Vader since he's just passed. Uh, I think we'll see Vader in. Kamala? All right. So with that said, let's go <laughs> ahead and uh, take a quick break. When we come back, Yo, respect it's, Kamala time, it's time for the Raw recap. I'm looking forward to that. A lot happened on Monday Night Raw, and some of our fans actually hit us up waiting for us to talk about the happenings on Monday Night Raw. So we're going to do that uh, when we come back from the break. But uh, right now, we've got some music to run to. Uh, music from CFO, the theme song for the man of the hour, Leo Rush, I came to collect. You've got it locked to the fetch and powered by Bonnerfied Radio. I got a lot left in the tank. What's up, guys? This is Mark here in the World's Strongest Man, and you're tuned in to the faction. Don't tell me I'm not Hey, 
announcement ladies and gentlemen look everyone bell and ebenezer are in love no silly is in the building you can now listen to bonafide radio courtesy of our new mobile app available for the ipod ipad and iphone Come on, you can do find it. out the latest news check out our podcast or listen to us live listen. right now on your phone Why, yeah. download the app today via the itunes app store by searching for bonafide radio or at iPhone.bonafideradio.com. I'm living in that 21st century. We got something to say. Listen! Would you like to take your business or service to the next level? Yeah. Consider adding Bonafide Radio to your marketing plan. I can't wait. We will gladly share your product with our listeners in a creative, efficient, affordable, and professional manner. This is so gnarly. For more information, scroll to the bottom of our website and click Advertise. Uh-huh. Or email us directly at sales at getbonafide.com. I know you're going to dig this. This is Tracy Lynn, and I want you to take a journey with me through the jazzy side of Bonafide Radio. Every Tuesday at 2 p.m., tune in to Melodic Grooves right here on GetBonafide.com or via the Bonafide Radio app. Bonafide Radio, radio the way it's supposed to be. We are the faction. Yo, it's not a faction without the facts, son. Welcome back to the Faction Powered by Bonafide Radio. This is Brandon. And you were just listening to I Came to Collect by Leo Rush. I'm so sorry to record you. I hate it when he does that. I hate it when he does that to me. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Well, Courtney, uh, since you're so ready, let's go ahead and get that Raw recap in and out of the way. WWE Raw was live from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma at the Chesapeake Energy Arena. And things kicked off with, that's right, the beast himself, Paul Heyman and Mr. McMahon coming out to give us a little Bible story, maybe? Uh... In the midst of talking about David and Goliath, Finn Balor found himself in the ring, and then Finn and Braun Strowman confronted Mr. McMahon and Brock Lesnar, which ended in the match when Finn defeated Brock Lesnar via disqualification when the Beast jumped in and said, I want to be a part of the action. Intercontinental champion Bobby Lashley defeated Apollo Crews in the Battle of the Ball Brothers. Seth Rollins defeated Drew McIntyre. Lucha House Park defeated Jinder Mahal and the Singh Brothers. Baron Corbin defeated Elias. 
Lacey Evans and Alexa Bliss declared for the Women's Royal Rumble match, and Heavy Machinery defeated the Choppers, I mean the Ascension. Wrong Tag Team Champions Bobby Roode and Chad Gable defeated the Revival Special Guest Referee Kurt Hawkins. And to end the night and continue the Women's Evolution Revolution, the Boston Hub Connection defeated Raw Women's Champion Ronda Rousey and Natalya. Guys, what did you think about WWE Raw? Uh, I have a question before I tell you what I think about Raw and answer it in 30 seconds. Don't talk a whole lot, Courtney. Just answer the dang question. <laughs> do you write Do you write the Raw recap? How do you always know this? The Raw recap? Yes, give us an insider. No, I'm not. I'm not telling you what I what I do to get to the Raw recap. That's my own that's my own thing. I'm not giving you the secret so that we can steal it and start trying to do another show. I don't think you're creative enough to do it on your own. So I want to know what you're reading off of. I actually do. First first off, first off, I start capturing notes in my heart like a good preacher would do. And then I start figuring out what I want to say and what jumped out. And then by the time I take my text, which is already written out, it just flows outside of me. All right. So that means you're reading it off something off the Internet. I'll find it. Okay. Anyways, I do you what? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed Monday Night Raw, uh, except for my only complaint is H-B-I-C. Mm. Ronda Rousey does something that I, that WWE and, and the women's division just keeps upsetting me. Why in the world? You, you, help me, Lord. I felt like Stephen A. Smith. You, I can't understand how the women want to be treated. One minute you want to be called the man, the next Ooh. minute you call yourself out of your own name. What what do you all expect? Mm. You're upset over the Attitude Era. I don't know what to give you. I want to respect you, but I don't know if you respect your own crap. Mm. Wow. Mm. Wow. I'm confused. Mm, mm, and I'm confused mm, mm, mm. because it... Uh, never mind. I'm not going to say my pet peeve. It's 2019. No, go for it. And, and, uh, and, uh, and it's 2019. That's all I'm going to say. So, so Clack went, 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 went at, 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 around a woman's restroom. I'm just saying. And so, 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 so Clack, you, 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 you honestly believe that they're going too far with this? I don't, I don't understand. We, y'all can't blame this on Vince. This ain't Vince. I don't understand. I believe in equality. I want it. Why do they keep willingly? Taking steps in the other direction for what they said they wanted. Well, okay. So, so you think they're talking out of both sides of their neck, don't you? I mean, truthfully, I think it's 2019, and I'm not answering anymore your questions, sir. <laughs> well, here, here's my response to that, Clack. Uh, this this actually goes into an issue that I think is even deeper because we can't deny that women among themselves refer to themselves as the B word. Um, we've seen it on many, many occasions, and they will say crazy things like, we've taken this word and we've empowered ourselves with this word that is meant to be demeaning. Kind of sounds like another group of people that I know who use Hello. another derogatory term and refer to themselves that way, but get upset when other people do that. I think, it's all, I think it's all wrong. I think it's all wrong. I don't but, think... But here's a question. When... When, when the women use that word, it, it, are they adding E-R or A at the end? Because it wow. matters. Wow. Wow. 
Wow. I should mute you, Courtney. <laughs> Hashtag mute Courtney Beard. Uh, I just. Oh, you shit. Know, no. I, don't give that to my, the people. Stand up for me. Here's, here's the problem, <laughs> right? Take it back. So, Clack, Clack, I fully. I oh, actually no. agree with you on this point because I felt really uncomfortable when she said the HBIC. Because my thing is, wait a minute. First of all, we know you're deriving that from a term from um, a great movie that was really designed to be something referencing African-Americans. But then on top of that, at least give Joe Clark his due. You know, well, but here's the thing. So this kind of led into a lot of the spirit of the night. Because, of course, it was Martin Luther King Day. And so all of these references that were made, uh, which is very interesting. I mean, WWE starts off with their classic MLK video. You know, the thing that's supposed to make us as brown people feel, you know, wow, they really care about us and love us. Um, but then they turn around and they have a new intercontinental champion fighting another black wrestler, black on black crime. Why would you do that? Uh, then on top of that, so this is the part that uh, I should. Wait. Are you Let really gonna be Let angry that two black guys wait, fought? Because if they didn't have wait. two black guys up there, you'd have been mad. Let me wait. Let me wait before I do this. Clack, were you finished? And then I want to give James an opportunity before I say what else I need to say. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I, I'm finished. But GB, you're definitely tripping. But go ahead. I'm tripping. Oh, well, then I have another GB, question. GB, you cannot be offended. It was not black on black crime. It's not a crime to wrestle. Let James talk. I, I just I can't. James? Well what do you think of Raw? Um I, I did think it was weird that as soon as they got through playing the MLK montage, they found a black guy in the crowd. Right. And like, okay, really? Are we gonna do this? And do I need to hear quotes from Seth Rollins? And Dean Ambrose, so um, yeah, misappropriating Dr. King quotes, and, and and let's just ask this question while I'm burning in my spirit about this. Mm -hmm. um, does Dean Ambrose actually have a purpose? He's he's uh, Renee Young's husband. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. James, to you say out, he ain't got no purpose. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out why he exists on WWE programming. Mm -hmm. Um, he is a mute button. In, in visual form. Like, mm -hmm. I can't watch him do anything. I can't watch his promos. I don't want to see him wrestle. Like, he really is like watching mayonnaise. <laughs> and I can't stand mayonnaise. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it's like human mayonnaise. Oh, man. <laughs> you ever just had mayonnaise on the counter and just looked at it? No, no one wants to James, do that. You just keep saying it. You just keep saying it. <laughs> He's a change to his name, the Dean Hellman's. Yes. <laughs> he is the miracle whip of the WWE, oh, and man. I don't, I don't understand. It, 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 to me, he doesn't have a purpose. I didn't have a problem with the black on black match. I'm glad they got on TV. I thought that was great. Um, I mean, Agreed. The, um, the show closed with the black wrestler who, you know, can wrestle circles around their star wrestlers. So I'm not tripping on that. I just didn't like the black guy being shown um, uh, in the crowd and people started cheering like, hey, black guy, mm -hmm. as if this was all that Dr. King was about. Mm -hmm. Like if you, if you, and this is, that's why I was mad about the posts that people were making, like Donald Trump and the NRA and the CIA and the FBI, people who never would have stood with him in his life. Mm -hmm. 
making quotes about him as if all he stood for was for black people. No, this man was about equity for everybody. And if you really want to get into his real story, you probably would be ashamed of yourself. You wouldn't approve of him now. So just don't even do it all together. But if they had, but but if they hadn't done anything for Dr. King, we'd be having different conversations. So no, I wouldn't care because I don't. I don't expect the white WWE to even understand or advocate his cause in the first place. They wouldn't have stood with him in his life. I, I'll say so. This, I don't need that. It has always God, felt, man. You trying you you're trying to mess with W twos now? It it has always felt disingenuous when they've done Black History Month. Or they've done always GB. That's a big word, and and I mean it. Yeah, I think last year's show you you no GB last year's show you said they did a good job. He he did. Let me say this. I here's why I say it has felt disingenuous. (laughs) It has felt disingenuous because don't honor me during a month, but you disregard me all year long. Because if that was the case, why is it that in the 50-year history, the 56-year history of the WWE, we've yet to have an African-American world heavyweight champion? And no, I'm not counting The Rock. You mean to tell me all these great guys who have come through WWE haven't been worthy to be WWE champion? I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear any of it. And I won't believe you really believe in equality until we have an African-American world heavyweight champion. If the NWA could do it, if the Southern WCW could do it, why on God's green earth has it not happened in the biggest wrestling company in the world? Well, I, I, y'all are WWE. WCW did it. Oh, y'all are WCW. And, 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 why won't you, you count The Rock? So because The Rock self-identifies as Samoan. That's why. Until he shows yeah, up but, on Black but, and War shows. Right. So he'll take the BET check and he'll take the NAACP check. If but he we won't. claim Tiger Woods, why would we not claim The Rock? Tiger Woods didn't claim us. Exactly. Y'all, but we y'all claim are the same people. Y'all, y'all, y'all are the same people that get mad when uh, when Shamar Moore come out on, on TV shows dancing all in the videos, <laughs> all in the videos. Y'all say that, that he's not a brother. I claim the rock. I don't know what y'all tripping about. And you, WCW wait, gave us the great you, Ron Simmons. You claim the rock? You yeah, were leading, I claim the rock. You were leading the charge, sir, about him being Samoan. You no, led that yes. charge. Yes, he is Samoan, but he's also black. It's possible to be two and one. We want people to be this or that when they are clearly this and that. I'm fine, but identify yourself as such. But that's fine. So, but then you can't have a this. problem with Think, them putting two here, black wrestlers against each saying. other. Here's what JB is saying: If you don't identify with it, then I can't identify with it with you. Mm-hmm. I can only claim what you claim. If you say no, that that's this, not true because there are people. I'm out not going to call you black when you don't. There are people out here claiming they're white, but they're claiming that they're black. I'm going to call you white still. I'm not going to call you what you claim yourself as. I, I am so glad that you guys are not Jesus. I'm so glad he claimed me when I was yet in sin oh. and he still what? died for me. <laughs> I wish you all would have some compassion and claim brothers that just don't know no better so, yet. So you claim The Rock as a, as a black WWE champion. Yes. Okay, so with that said, with that said. His last name is Johnson so, for crying so, out loud. So with that, it don't get no blacker than that. Uh, there are plenty of white Johnsons, a.k.a. Johnson and Johnson. So Ooh. with that said. Uh, they brothers, you just don't know it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know no white Johnsons. What? Yes. 
Yeah, I the only white Johnson I know, I know is many. Don Johnson. I know many. I only know Don Johnson. Name a white Johnson oh right now. I, I don't know white Johnson. I ain't never seen a white Johnson. I don't know. <laughs> Wait a minute. This just got weird. This just Wait, got really weird. How many white Johnsons have you seen? <laughs> I've never seen a white Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> this just got really weird. Okay, so here's <laughs> so <laughs> so we have The Rock, we have Ron Simmons, we have Mark Henry, and we have Booker T. Okay, those are the only, and you can throw in Ron Killings, who was the NWA champion. All right, that is still a very small list of people who were. At, so you're telling me Big E. You're telling me Kofi Kingston couldn't be WWE champion? You're telling me, think, wait, you're telling me Bobby Lashley, when he had his first run and was incredibly hot, could not have been WWE champion? Oh, I, I totally agree. And I, I, I totally agree. But you guys are also leaving out New Jack, who was NGWA heavyweight okay. champion. So, all right. Okay. So, okay, see, every, every time I bring up New Jack, you never want to talk about it, GB. It's all fun and games, so we had no one little, one little ended thing. The New Jack stab you in the neck. Wait, what? Why yeah, did you just so, threaten GB's life? So, because he doesn't have respect for New Jack. Um, New Jack doesn't have respect for New Jack. So, with oh, that, you better said, be careful, G. With that said, wait, um, Tyrus was black. What do you mean by he was? Tyrus is black. You didn't know that. He said what? <laughs> I didn't say what. So I didn't know Tyrus I, was black. I have a I have a completely unrelated question as we're figuring out who's black and who's not. Um, the night ended, if my memory serves me correctly, with, Ronda, with Ronda Rousey and Natalia against the Boss and Hug Connection. Um, what do we make? What do we make of that match? And what do we make of this Ronda and Sasha rivalry? James, I'll start with you. Um, well, I like it. We know what the outcome is going to be, of course. Um, but but I do like it, and I do like the shot that Sasha took on Ronda on Instagram. Yeah. And if you all have seen that, she had to ed- that she had was- to edit it too. She didn't go back and change a word because, you know, at first she came out with, I was like, that's not stuff becoming of a WWE superstar. And she sure did go she back let and change it. it. She, let it, she let it fly. She did. And added a certain hashtag on it that she did. may have caught some eyes. Yeah. She did. Um, Sasha, and I, I texted this to GB when I saw it. I got excited about it. Of course, we know that Sasha's going to do the honors on Sunday. But this reminded me, you guys remember SummerSlam 2014? When Randy Orton was wrestling Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. yes. And if you remember that match, because you knew that Roman Reigns is about to get the push to be the next guy, right? Randy Orton wrestled circles around Roman Reigns in that match. It was a clinic until like the last minute and a half, and then he finally did the job to Roman. But it was quite clear that he was sending a message in that ring that this boy ain't ready. Right. Ooh. That's true. And and I think the same thing is going to happen. As a matter of fact, Ronda Rousey's on record saying, I think around in November, that this is a dream match for her and she doesn't know if she's ready to wrestle Sasha in the ring. So she's quite sure and she knows who she's getting in the ring with. And I think we're going to see an exhibition on Sunday and then she'll do an on bar and then the match will be over. Man, if Can they I ask need- a question about another black champion? Sure. 
how come no one acknowledges WrestleMania 52 when Michael Jackson beat Macaulay Culkin one on one? Man, listen. I'm not going to keep doing this show if, if this man keeps respecting great people. Okay? No, I'm serious. I'm, I'm, I'm about to hang it up. Now, Why we need to get some policies like... and procedures. Why y'all trying to act like Michael Jackson didn't beat him in a no hold hey, bar? You need to go to Mexico. Right. <laughs> and drink the water. <laughs> Court is offended. Courtney's a man, this stuff ain't funny, man. You seem to talk about Michael Jackson, man. Michael ain't, man, I'm, I'm sick of this. <laughs> oh, my God. Michael Jackson. Michael, that's all Michael did for this us. This show has gone completely off the rails. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. So we, you could. You, you just didn't you want just to. Chose not you could have resisted. We, yeah. we are going to have our uh, Royal Rumble prediction uh, in the next segment. And, in fact, when we do that, we'll also talk about NXT and uh, SmackDown Live. Oh, my God, as well. But right now, we're going to go to a quick break. Let's go to some music from... The woman who could be the next NXT Women's Champion. She's a bad, bad somebody, and she is undefeated. That would be mm. Bianca Belair, and her theme song is pretty significant, coming from CFO. It's called Watch Me Shine. You've got it locked to the faction, powered by Bonnerfied Radio. It's me, DDP, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three times, three times, three times world champion and CEO and founder of DDP Yoga. You're listening to The Faction on Bonafide Radio. And that's not a bad thing. That, my friend, is a good thing. Bang! I'm on my own against the wall. The pressure's building, but no, I will never fall. Instead of crying, they hear me roar. And now I see that I'm way better than before I never needed you at all Think I fall down, I'ma watch you fall down I'm living large now, I never needed you at all Think I fall down, I'ma watch you fall down I'm living large now, I never needed you at all I never needed you at all Watch me, watch me shine now Watch me, watch me shine now I never needed you at all Better than before I never needed you at all 
Stanley Martin Lieber in New York City in 1922, Lee entered the comic book world as a teenage assistant in 1939. Stanley Lieber was the Joe Jackson of comic books. Mm, I don't even know how to feel about that. I, yeah, just, I, I almost think he was greater than a Joe Jackson. I know, ain't nobody greater than Joe Jackson now. Wait a minute. That's when you messed up. Oh, Gee, no, 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 James. The remix on Bonafide Radio. We hear Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern. Here on Bonafide Radio. Radio the way it's supposed to be. Exclusively on the remix. Don't miss it. Don't miss it at all. We are the faction. Yo, it's not a faction without the facts, son.
Welcome back to The Faction. This is Courtney. We are powered by Bonafide Radio, and that was Watch Me Shine, Bianca Belair's theme song, CFO GB. Let's get that SmackDown. All right, SmackDown Live emanated from the Intrust Bank Arena in Wichita, Kansas. Uh-oh. Yeah, it kicked off with the man, of course, and a standoff with Asuka, and then Charlotte Flair got involved. It got pretty intense, and they started throwing those hands. It was pretty intense. So, in arguably one of the most intriguing female feuds we've seen the last few years, Mandy Rose defeats Naomi. Um, yeah, <laughs> we got to talk about that. Cesaro defeats The Miz, and then in an interesting face-to-face, it was the new Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles that was moderated by Mr. McMahon before he almost got hit. And then, of course, Daniel Bryan got in the last word. Samoa Joe defeated Mustafa Ali in what would have been the match of the night, except it was trumped by the match of the night. Two out of three falls. Rey Mysterio against Andrade. And, well, I don't really know how it ended because Samoa Joe interfered. I don't know who got the last fall. But certainly they are making the most out of this Rey Mysterio versus Andrade feud. Guys, what are your thoughts on SmackDown Live? I loved it. Okay. I love the show. I think um, Becky Lynch is being underutilized because she's clearly the hottest thing they have going. And I don't think they capitalize on it by putting her. And I hate to say this because I think SmackDown is the better show. Mm-hmm. But clearly, the more energy is put into Raw. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I have a friend that is the head rigger for WWE. And um, he's the one that helps set up, sets up the staging and he goes from, from place to place. He gave, me a little, he gave me a little insight. He says they only allot a certain amount of tickets for SmackDown altogether. Really? Why? Yeah. And they yeah. usually take SmackDown to smaller markets, too. Take it to smaller markets. Wait, and he's the head what? Rigger. Oh. Okay. <laughs> With an R. <laughs> Rig. I, I only want a clarification for Courtney because I know his loose tongue. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, God. Guarantee you, Courtney's going to say Rigger, please, at some point. I'm sure. I'm sure. Why would you steal my joke? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but gosh. yes, they only allot a certain amount of tickets for for um for SmackDown. They put the least amount of energy into that particular show than any other show that they do. That's crazy. And yeah, it ends so, up being the better show. With the better talent, the better roster, the better writing, the better mm-hmm. production, it's the better view. Yeah. All yeah. together. But it will always until this Fox deal happens, right. It will be the D show. Um, and they've got their biggest star on the B show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long that's going to last. Um, but clearly, there's money in Becky Lynch, and they're not capitalizing on it. Yeah. It really is. Um, I love the RKO at the end. That was brilliant. Um, it's brilliant. It's great, and I hope that's the highlight of Randy's year. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. We don't need another title run for Randy Orton. God, We're good. No. He's a boring He's champion. He's had enough. He's not as boring as Manny's, but he, he's I'm telling you, the money thing about Randy Orton is the opportunity for out of nowhere. Yeah. Yes. That's the yes. dopest thing about him. Yeah. I thought SmackDown was great all the way around. I really thought it was a good show. I'm just sitting here watching just a little bit of the, the recap, putting putting it back on to just refresh myself. I think this Ray Mysterio Andrade, seeing Omens, 
uh, battle is really, really good. Uh, I don't want to see Shane wrestle anymore, but I always say I still get goosies when Shane comes out to wrestle. I think Becky Lynch is the most wasted thing in WWE right now because she is money. Mm -hmm. And I really want to see them let her, Asuka, and Charlotte go. When I say let them go, I mean like Charlotte and Sasha. They just let them go, man. Mm -hmm. Let them go. Let them do their thing. I don't know if I care too much about Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, though. I really don't care about much that Daniel Bryan does anyway. Wait a minute, this feud is good, though. This feud is very good. And quite Daniel Bryan sucks. No, you know what? See, there you go. And that's because you don't appreciate the planet's champion. That is your issue, and it's the unfortunate. That's right. You can't. You can't appreciate. The champion. He is the planet's, planet's champion. He is. I respect him if he goes to hair cuttery. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hmm. Clack. I'm taking the high road. Cesaro. <laughs> I am ready for Cesaro. Yeah. To get a main push. Yeah, this I can agree. Guy is money. Mm-hmm. He yeah. even made the Miz. I mean, well, I mean, obviously the Miz is incredible. I, I thought that match was great that they had, but I, he stepped for step with the Miz, which I think yeah. the Miz is, you know, needs another push. In so, fact, I think the, the Miz, Miz looked winded. The Miz looked winded toward yeah. the end of that match. He looked really winded. So who's who's the main event face that's going to come out of this? Because I don't. Well, I will say predictions in a minute, but. Let's just say hypothetically, Daniel Bryan keeps the belt. Oh God, who would he get into a feud with next? Well, I think it's going to depend on a who wins the Rumble, um, if they're going to come after him, and then it depends. And, and I can't even believe I'm going to say this, but let's just kind of read the tea leaves. If for some strange reason a certain former IWGP champion chooses not to go to All Elite, can you imagine Daniel Bryan and Kenny Omega at WrestleMania? Kenny would mop the ring with Daniel Bryan. It would be the match of matches. And no, he wouldn't mop him. No, he, he would mop, mop the him. ring with him. You, you know what? Your problem is you don't believe. And because you don't believe and you don't believe, this is a person who got on here earlier and said he had a dream a couple of days ago. Yet you don't believe that your dreams will fight for you as Elder Daniel Bryan tells you on a regular basis. Shame. Elder Daniel you. Bryan has never been lauded nor respected in my world. And that's why you're a loser. It's terrible. It's well, terrible. the thing that I will say is this. If I'm a loser, Daniel Bryan definitely is a loser. And he's a crippled loser because it's just a matter of time, like John Murray <laughs> said, before he gets hurt. <laughs> you call them a crippled loser? Well, that crippled loser has the WWE Championship, and you're holding a title that's been defunct and for about 30 years. And he wants to take the leather he wants to put make fake leather no he doesn't want to make fake leather he just doesn't want to hurt the earth what's wrong with that we're supposed to be keepers of the earth you have a problem with that hurt the hurt the earth hurt the earth what in the world is he talking about hurt the earth hurt the earth you want to hurt the earth shame on you now personally i thought you would have appreciated the way he stood up to vince mcmahon last night I thought that was pretty significant. I didn't. I didn't see that coming, and I could see that as a whole thing because what we haven't seen in a very long time. We usually see Vince McMahon against the the face champion or against the big face, but we don't see Vince McMahon go up against a heel champion. And so this is interesting. What could re- I think? There's something brewing 
with this. And I don't know who Vince is going to bring in to take on Daniel Bryan for defying him. But rest assured, we have not heard the last of this. I think this could get interesting. And that's the good part about this is that we don't know which way any of this is going to go. Right. Right. Like, and so finally, they're writing now. Yes. And finally. They're, and they're not leaking as much. So we get to have some degree of mystery, and this gets to be interesting, I think. But not being so predictable. That's true. And, know, the, and, move, and what's tough about it is because we as wrestling fans are smarter because we've seen certain things, and a lot of us have been in the game for over 30 years, now you have to think of something different to catch us from left field. And that's not easy to do when you keep using formulas. Formulas don't work. Creativity works. And uh, that's what's going to keep us engaged. And so uh, I think they have some opportunities ahead of them to really make some things happen. So with that said, uh, it's predictions time. Um, Time for us to take a look at Royal Rumble weekend. We've got two big events happening um, for Royal Rumble weekend. We've got NXT TakeOver Phoenix. And, of course, we've got the Royal Rumble pay-per-view itself. So... Okay, so GB. Yes, sir. I, I know I'm a, a visitor here, but I would like to make a challenge to you three. Oh, okay. Let's go. Oh, since this is the first pay-per-view weekend, and I know we missed Wrestle Kingdom. That would be hard to do because everybody does watch Wrestle Kingdom. You know, I know Brandon likes the little Naito, um, but other than that... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> We're praying for Clack. What... <laughs> What if you all did a faction prediction challenge for the whole year? Mm. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. keep a tally of it. And we'll if you want to keep it at, at NXT TakeOvers, this is just for the major pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and have a prediction And the winner challenge. gets $400? What would the winner get? I don't know. Mm. You know what I like? There's the money. But the winner should get a championship belt. Oh, the faction title. And uh, the winner should also have the opportunity to lose that belt the following year. Agreed. Defending the championship. Yeah. Matter of fact, maybe instead of defending it every year, then maybe they defend it every quarter. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like, I like so that. At, so at the turn of the major, let's say the, the four majors. So you've got mm-hmm. Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, mm-hmm. the belt can change hands based on who's in the lead at the time. Sure. I like it. I like it. Y'all like want it. my address now to send it to me? Oh, boy. Here you go. Here you go. I mean, I I, I, I could add another belt to my stable. Well, I, I certainly have a, a, a decent collection, and I, I wouldn't mind having another one. So, yeah, you, you go on and hold on to that. You hold on to that. Wh- which belt is that now? This oh. is the this is the famous NWA Television Heavyweight Wrestling Champion, the red one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, put that wing thing away, Clack. <laughs> nobody, no, no, don't nobody want to see no legendary wing. <laughs> wing tips belt. I would go get a belt, but there is a belt over my shoulder. Uh, let's see if you all can. The big see gold, baby. The big gold belt. It's over my shoulder. Yes. So definitely greatest belt of all time. Second greatest right here. Listen, so, that I'm holding. That TV belt. That's the Tully belt. I love is it. The, that is the Tully belt. So okay. And what's so, that? The, the Yokozuna that Clack's holding. <laughs> well, that was actually a, originally a Hogan belt. 
That was originally a Hogan belt. Absolutely, it and was a Hogan belt. It was a Hogan belt, a Yokozuna belt, a Sean belt, and it lasted up until we got to uh, the Smoke Attitude Era, where we had no, Only no, no. Hall of Famers held this belt. No, before the Smoking <laughs> Skull belt, you had the. There was another belt. It was the belt that Angle had. It was the blue belt. Triple H had it too. Put, Triple H had it too. Yeah. So that belt sucked so bad. Mm. I don't know that it sucked. That was a good belt. So okay. So here's the question. So do we go the entire year before winning this championship this year, and then exchange it next year in the quarters, or do we take? Uh, do we have it compiled by quarter? So do we go? You know, January up through WrestleMania, and then we go April to. Uh, well, let's do. Yeah, we can do the four quarters if we do it that way. There's enough pay per views in there because we're doing yeah, it match I think by the match. Loser should have to pay for the other guy's network subscription. Oh, dang, that's, that's not a bad. Uh, well, there can only be one winner though. So yeah, that's true. Right, but the losers can split it. Oh, so the losers. Oh, that's actually funny. This is actually a pretty. That's actually idea. funny. That's actually a good idea. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, are we doing right. the belt or are we doing the network subscription? I th- I think you should definitely we should definitely have a belt, but okay. I also think we should incorporate the uh, the subscription thing. The subscription should be like the intercontinental belt. Okay. So so wait 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 wait. So the overall champion has the belt, and then. We're saying the Intercontinental Championship would be uh, the network subscription. I think we should have to do both. I think you should have the belt and you cover my my my, uh, my okay. WWE subscription. Yeah, okay. I think it should well, be yeah, both. Because you purchased the belt once. Yeah, we purchased the yeah, belt once. Yeah, purchased the belt once. Is... And then okay. fork over to my cash out my money for my uh, my NX, my uh, what do you call it, WWE thing. Oh, my God. Never mind. You're out. It's just me and GB. Yeah. So, so what's, what's going to be the belt? Which, we need to find belt? it. There's a thing on Instagram I saw. We can get a custom belt made for like 150 or something. Really? And it, yeah, it could be called the faction belt. So, do we want a custom belt or do we want like an existing championship, like the WWE title? Or I'm not sending existing... y'all my belt. We don't want your belt. I, I think I think with those trust me, people want this belt, fam. <laughs> no, no, the, old, yeah, no. None of the no. Attitude Era people are gonna look at that belt and say, "Oh God, I sure want that." Oh, attitude! You got like attitude, but attitude can't hold a candle to the '80s. Oh, Are you kidding? Barry Windham without Russell, uh, so all of your little attitude. I have friends. a great idea. How about we do this? How about we each pick our favorite belts and we leave it to our fans at the faction, and we put it on Instagram and we let them vote for which belt will be the belt that represents. No, action. because our fans are stupid and they're going to pick something. What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh my god. Watch what Gordon. I say. Oh Watch the stupidity god. that they pick. Watch <laughs> the stupidity that they say because Gordon. we have the stupidest fans on earth. I, oh I know who face you won't say that to. Prince oh. 3Q. Did you hear the I interview with me and Prince 3Q? Did you hear the I'm coming for you, Courtney? I'm coming for you, Courtney. <laughs> Oh my James, God. James, did you hear my exclusive God. with Prince 3Q, the interview I did? Oh I missed that. I got to go get it. Go oh back. There's actually God. an animation on our Instagram oh of the God. conversation between me and Prince 3Q. Oh Guys, if you haven't heard it, go back to the archives of our posts and you'll see it. I may repost it today. All right. Okay. So we're going to start the competition and we will let our faction fans determine which belt we will get as the faction belt. But right now, now I'm about to buckle down and get so serious. So let's let's start here. It's NXT Takeover 
uh, Phoenix, which is starting this Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern on the network. And uh, we're going to track who's doing what. So we've got five matches here. We've got Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. Ricochet versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT North American Championship. Uh, the NXT Tag Title, see the Undisputed Era against the War Raiders. Uh, the NXT Women's Championship, Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair. And the NXT Championship, Tommaso Ciampa versus Aleister Black. Let's get these predictions. Uh, Courtney, we'll start with you. I'm going to go with Tommaso Ciampa beating Aleister Black. I'm also going to go with Bianca Belair, hopefully beating Shayna Baszler. I see Baszler probably getting called up soon. I love the Undisputed Era, but I think they're going to take the titles off of them. So sadly, I want to pick them, but I'm going to go with War Raiders. I'm also going to uh, take Ricochet over Johnny Gargano, and I'm going to go with Cassius Ono over Matt Riddle. Hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. I've got them all down. Clack, your choices, sir. Um... This is going to be fun because I know how much I'm, Clack I'm watches NXT. Honky Tonk Man against Vader. <laughs> it's, uh, give, me, give me the card again. I can't find it. Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. Cassius uh, Ono. Okay. Cassius Ono. Then we've got one, two, three, four, five. We've got uh, the NXT Rick tag titles. We've got the Undisputed Era versus the War Raiders. Undisputed Era. Okay. I love them. I don't care. Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair. Shayna. Okay. Shayna has my hairline. Oh, God. What? <laughs> Shayna, Shayna and I have the same hairline. Oh, my gosh. Ricochet versus Johnny Gargano. Ricochet. Okay. And Tommaso Ciampa versus Aleister Black. Black. Okay. You're racist. Oh, my God. Me? All right. Uh, here's my predictions. I'm going with Matt Riddle to defeat Cassius Ono. Um, I'm going. I'm going. Mm. <laughs> he about to take a text. I'm, no, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm debating as I'm looking at this Ricochet Johnny Gargano situation. I, I want to say Ricochet, but I have a theory. I'm going with Johnny Gargano. And I'll explain mm-hmm. my theory in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, Undisputed Era will keep the titles. Shane, listen, I want Bianca Belair to win this match. Yep. In an incredible way. But in watching some of her work, I think that Shayna Baszler is going to retain. Um, but I do think that Belair isn't far from being champion. This is going to be her first shot, but uh, she'll be champion maybe later this year. But I don't think she'll win it just yet. I think Shayna will, will win that match. And I think Ciampa is going to retain the championship so that we have a DIY situation ruling NXT as your individual champions. That's what I think. James, what are your predictions? Okay, I got Riddle beating Ono. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no reason why Cassius Ono should ever win a takeover match. <laughs> Particularly oh, not at this stage. No. Um, Shayna versus Bianca. I've got Shayna. Okay. Um, I love Bianca for love multiple reasons. Yes. Praise yes, God. Lord. Praise his um, name. 
but now isn't the time. Um, right. They just kind of put this together. Um, would not be shocked if she wanted on like a regular NXT taping, mm. but not during the takeover. Okay. Um, I got War Raiders beating Undisputed Era. Okay. Um, close match. Gonna be a fun match. Gonna mm-hmm. be a great one. Yeah. But I got them winning. I got Gargano beating Ricochet. Mm-hmm. But I also have that match being the match of the night. I do too. And we're gonna see some things. Uh, that I thought Gargano was the rest of the year last year. That's my mm-hmm. uh, personal opinion. Um, and I got Black beating Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, okay. Okay. That should be fun. All right. And so that's good. That's a good five matches there. And now we're going to the Royal Rumble uh, pay-per-view, which, of course, is taking place on Sunday uh, at uh, Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona. It should be very, very intriguing. Uh, And uh, the card should be interesting also. So we're going to run through the card and get our predictions on this as well. And then we'll be out of the way i think this should be interesting um so of course the kickoff show features the uh cruiserweight championship from 205 live buddy murphy akira tozawa kalisto and hideo atami in a fatal four-way match also in the kickoff show you've got the u.s championship rusev versus shinsuke nakamura then on the main card the smackdown tag titles see the bar versus the miz and shane mcmahon uh, Asuka versus Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey versus Sasha Banks for the Raw World title. Uh, the Universal Championship is Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor. The WWE Championship, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. And then we have the Men and Women's Royal Rumble matches. All right, let's get these predictions. Uh, Clack, or actually, Courtney, we'll start with you. Oh Lord, what did Courtney do? Jesus. Where's Courtney? Oh, is it? I quit. I quit because this pay per view sucks. Let me start here. Rusev versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm going to walk with Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm going to say that the bar will retain the titles. I am definitely choosing Ronda Rousey in this women's match, so I'd love to see Sasha Banks defeat her. Uh, I'm actually going to go with Becky Lynch beating Asuka. I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan defeating AJ Styles. Oh, that's not what I want in my heart. Buddy Murphy, WWE Cruiserweight Champion. Uh, Brock Lesnar will demolish Finn Balor. Though I would love to see Finn Balor walk out champion and into WrestleMania as the champion. And when it comes to the Women's Royal Rumble, Charlotte's going to win, which will punch her ticket to fight uh, in the uh, uh, at WrestleMania for a championship. And I'm going to go with Kenny Omega to win the Men's Royal Rumble match. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't see that belt coming to you anytime soon. All right, Clack, go ahead. (laughs) Brock Lesnar is going to destroy Finn. AJ Styles is going to get his strap back. Uh, I'm going to go with. Hulk Hogan to win the Men's Royal Rumble. I'm so Uh, weak, man. I love that. Hulk Hogan? Wow. Charlotte Flair. All the rigors in the place with style and grace. Wow. Uh, Ronda Rousey's going to demolish Sasha. Uh, Oscar's going to beat Becky. The Bar is going to beat The Miz and Shane. Uh, I'm going with... Kel- Kel- no, I don't want to go with that. I'll go with Buddy Murphy, I guess. Sure, why not? Uh, Rusev is going to beat the ultimate disappointment, Shinsuke Nakamura. 
Oh shoot. Man, that's rude. That is rude. Yeah, that's it is rude. rude. It is rude that he's so disappointed. I agree. Oh, God. It's rude. All right. Well, here are my thoughts. Uh I am going No, I'm going to I'm going to stick with Buddy Murphy to retain the uh cruiserweight title and I'm going to go with Rusev as well uh for the US Championship. I'm on the fence about this SmackDown tag titles just because I'm thinking the Miz and Shane as tag champs, but I also feel like there's a heel turn coming in here somewhere because they're just being way too nice to each other. So I'm going to stick with the bar. I'm going to stick with the bar. Uh, ah, I have a theory that's going to blow you away. Asuka is going to retain the women's championship. Ronda Rousey will retain. Um, Elder Daniel Bryan will retain. And I'm, I'll put my belt on the line for this. I think we're going to get a shocker. I think Finn Balor wins the Universal Championship. I know no one's giving him a chance. But I think Vince is actually convinced that he wants to listen to the people. And so that means Finn wins. Now, that doesn't mean Finn's going to WrestleMania as the Universal Champion. But Finn could have this moment as the Universal Champion uh, here at the Royal Rumble. Uh, the Men's Royal Rumble. Man, nobody made any. Nobody said two people. I'm torn between two people right now. Um, I'm gonna go with Drew McIntyre. And for the women's Royal Rumble, I'm going with the man, Becky Lynch. Becky. Becky Lynch wins the Rumble, sets herself up to go to Mania, and challenges, not for the SmackDown Championship, for the Raw Championship, against oh. Ronda Rousey, and we finally get the match that we were supposed to get at Survivor Series, Becky versus the man as the main event of WrestleMania. Ooh. Remember, I called it. All right. So there. Oh, James. Hey, James. how you doing? Yeah, man. Hey. What you got? What you got? Okay, so I got Buddy Murphy retaining. Uh, we all need to watch that match. That's going to steal the people, show. Yes, they're going to fly all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Hideo Tommy is a bigger disappointment than Nakamura. But that's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Nakamura, I think he gets the belt back because we never really got a chance to get into Nakamura, and we deserve that. <laughs> so I've got the bar retaining over Shane and Miz, and then I think the breakup is going to happen on SmackDown. That's where the heel turn okay. is going to occur. Okay. Um, I've got Oscar retaining against Becky Lynch. Ronda retaining versus Sasha, although Sasha's going to wrestle circles around her. Mm-hmm. I've got AJ beating Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. And I've got this feud lasting a little bit longer because I don't see anybody on the SmackDown roster that belongs in the championship um, circle right now other than those two. Wow. Um, I've got Finn beating Lesnar only because I think there'll be some interference from Braun Strowman. Mm. I'd agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with and, that. And that'll set a little program up between those three. Mm. Um, for the women's Royal Rumble... Becky Lynch should be interest number 27 mm-hmm. and she will get in and she will win and I do agree that she will headline um, Wrestlemania versus Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair Ooh, mm. 
And that makes sense. First blood match. Oh, see, you always take it too far. Thank Lord you, Jesus. Um, and then the men's Royal Rumble, Seth Rollins. Okay, I could see that. So this should be very, very interesting to see who walks away with uh, the proper uh, predictions, and we will certainly keep that up, uh, the tally up for you guys, since we have everything down here. So uh, it should oh, be. Oh, quick, yes. quick question. Mm-hmm. Surprise entrances. Mm. Cody Rhodes. Um, well, let's see. Adam Cole was in last year. Uh, I think Velveteen Andrade Dream. was too. Yeah, he sure was. Uh, as the NXT champion, no less. I think Velveteen Dream. Kenny Omega. I mean, you can keep on hoping. Yeah. Chris Jericho. Right. <laughs> oh, y'all, are, y'all are crazy. Vader. You know what? Okay. That's All right. So. What a I show. don't think Kenny Omega is going anywhere. Mula. Oh, you think he's going to stay in New Japan? I think he's going to stay in New Japan, and they're going to work out a mutual rights deal with AEW. Oh, shoot. K yeah, can eat it too, fam. They, they can't mean, afford to lose him. Like This would be like right. be like Stone Cold leaving WWE in 1999 or something. They True. can't afford to lose him, and they know that. Right. And so I think they'll work a mutual deal where he's going to go between both. Now, that would be dope. That would be dope. But I don't think we're seeing him in WWE. I don't. Nope. I do not. All right. Well, what a show. It's been a whole lot of fun. And, uh, gosh, I thank you guys for hanging out with us. This has been one of the most fun shows we've done as uh, this week celebrates three years of the faction. Pretty pretty impressive. So, uh, yeah. So let's figure out how we can uh, reach out to everybody by way of social media. Courtney. At C Major Bill on Instagram, on Twitter, Courtney Bid on Facebook, and I do not agree with Daniel Bryan. You don't have to save the earth, it will save itself. Yeah, okay. Clack. Uh, I've recently been helping Courtney with some of his uh, navigations and uh, communications. He, his new email address is actually uh, White Johnson, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god at AOL.com. just in the show AOL. god bless you in the oh. show in the show oh man no 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 I'm sorry you can reach him at Michael Jackson versus Macaulay Cullen. no oh, you god. will not fam you will not it's all funny in games to like Todd Jackson slap the taste out your mouth oh my god <laughs> oh man oh, James man. Uh, you can reach me at James H. White on Facebook. Um, also, James White Music. You can reach me there. Um, J. Harris White on Instagram. J. Harris White on Twitter. And thank you guys for letting me rock with y'all today. It's been fun. It's been a it's lot of fun. Great, a ton of fun. Thanks for hanging great. out with us. And, of course, you guys can check out James tomorrow on the remix uh, here on Bonnerfied Radio. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we can, got when, can, when, when, when can I come yeah. on the remix? When do you want to come on the remix? Dude, we are not invited there. Don't just leave it alone, Courtney. Okay. All right, I'm fine. I'm, the last time y'all came with some fireworks, man. It really last was. Time, last time one of, one, one of your guys called us one of the words with ER. On the- <laughs> <laughs> that was a great moment, too. Oh, my God. It was such I a don't know moment. you, Rigger. <laughs> That's what he said. That's exactly what he said. Oh, man. Well, you guys, of course, can reach me at Bonnerfide on all aforementioned platforms. And make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at The Faction Show, where indeed you'll have the opportunity to choose which belt will be the belt uh, that will be winning. One of us will be winning uh, at the end of the quarter, 
I guess. Yeah. As we determine a an official faction champion here, this should be a whole lot of fun. And stay tuned. We've got podcasts coming and a lot of other great content. But until then, it's Courtney. It's Clack. James is with us. It's GB. We're the faction. It's here on Bonafide Radio. Radio the way it's supposed to be.